All right, Daniel, it's the middle of August, and you know what that means. It's 111 degrees outside, and it's humid, and you can't stop sweating during the day. And the last thing that uh, is on your mind probably is a steaming hot cup of coffee flavored like pumpkin. Yeah, you know, the only reason I continue to drink hot coffee at all when it's roasting outside is because I'm in air conditioning all day. I am way more of a fan of the hot coffee than I am the iced coffee, and I realize that that goes against trends these days, <laughs> but... You're not a cold brew guy? Uh, I, I might be a cold brew guy. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a cold brew guy. I like coffee. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah. I, I'm i with you. Like, the hot, something about the hot, the steam, the kind of warmth and comfort of a hot cup of coffee, pretty timeless. Yeah. The, the cool off is also nice it's refreshing um but I, I almost feel like because it's cold i drink it faster and i feel like because i typically get my coffee like with cream and sugar and it's flavored or whatever sure. it's like a thing uh and i, I just feel like i just drank syrup mm-hmm. but when it's when it's warm you know you you lightly sip it you slowly consume it and so at the end of it, you don't feel disgusting. You're like, I feel refreshed. <laughs> Sponsored by coffee. I am big on uh, maybe the, the the ritual of consuming a drink, I yeah. suppose, like be it um, be it coffee or even an alcoholic drink or something like that. Like part of it to me is how you feel when you drink it, like how it makes you feel. Yeah. And so part of it for me is like coffee almost has to be in a mug or, you know, something like that. And has to be hot you know you, yep. and th- that's just all part of it to me but anyways that's beside the point the ba- the major point is that starbucks is bringing back the pumpkin spice latte earlier than they have in five years Woo! that's right they're bringing it back to their menus august 27th that's the earliest return since 2014 now duncan is actually bringing theirs back sooner they're bringing mm. it back august 21st now pause here yeah I- i'm kind of interested in in the literal term pumpkin spice latte, is that what it's called a Dunkin' too? Is it called pumpkin spice latte? That's a great question. You would think that maybe Starbucks would have tried to keep that away. I, yeah. I guess, I don't know. Or maybe it's just a descriptive term, like pumpkin spice like is a spice. Right. Yeah, I don't and know. And then you put was... it in a latte and it becomes a pumpkin spice latte. You would think know. so. But but also, like I was in the drive-thru at McDonald's the other day, um, and I was just looking at the menu and looking at all the things that they have copyrighted all the different names on the board hmm. which like obviously McChicken McNugget Big Mac that's all going to be copyrighted but right, I was surprised right. that Quarter Pounder was copyrighted I really yeah well, you would think it's so basic oh can I get a Quarter Pounder like it feels colloquial it feels offhand no it's McDonald's branded so yeah I don't that's know it's kind of it's kind of funny that's very interesting so well, D- Duncan is going all out with their pumpkin flavored stuff yeah this fall and they actually uh, this past wednesday rebranded eight of their stores across the country to rather than being called duncan they were called pumpkin pumpkin ponuts pumpkin ponuts <laughs> so like i i hob they're going real real big on this idea oh the i hob thing man <laughs> so they're, they're going real big on this pumpkin thing uh which i get because uh, I looked up a study by the NPD group, and as it turns out, pumpkin spice latte consumers in 2017 visited establishments that have this this particular beverage twice as many times as typical patrons and spent on average $3 more when purchasing the flavored lattes. Hmm. 
So it's a powerful driver for, uh, I suppose, for consumers, right? So if, if you are a an establishment and you have this on your menu, you're seeing a huge bump this time of year once you introduce it. And so I think there's something to the idea that uh, these limited time offer type drinks that only come around once a year, it kind of reminds me of the McRib, which I never really understood. <laughs> but I think there is something to be said for having products that people look forward to and kind of expect because it increases demand for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it builds loyalty to that brand. So, you know, think of other events that maybe companies can capitalize on. There are short-term things, you know, World Cups, Super Bowls, that kind of stuff. But you're recurring I mean, I guess the 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 Super Bowl is every year, but you're recurring kind of just cultural events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking Halloween, you're talking just general autumn, you're talking school, things like that. Um, that kind of push a lot of different businesses forward and create a lot of profit for businesses. So, like your independent music stores, your um, bookstores, uh, supply stores, they all see like necessary revenue during that august september time frame um getting people in the door in an authentic way during those kinds of things Mm -hmm. during those moments in the year i think builds loyalty because it kind of forces the customer to obviously enter your store to kind of interact with your products and your environment and if they have a good time they're probably going to find stuff there that they're going to want to continue to buy even after this trend or fad or whatever is over. So in the case of pumpkin spice, you've got people coming during the fall season. They want that pumpkin deliciousness. Right. But, you know, if they build a routine around going to Starbucks and buying the pumpkin spice latte, once the pumpkin spice latte is gone, a lot of people are too lazy to change up their routine. Sure. They're going to keep going to Starbucks. They're just going to find something else to buy. And they're going to keep giving Starbucks their business, probably because Starbucks gave them a good experience Mm -hmm. and the drink was tasty Mm -hmm. and they knew how to brand it correctly. And there's something about it. There's like an aesthetic, almost like a buy-in that people want to be part of this community that drinks pumpkin spice, even though it gets clowned all the time. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of got like a, I don't know, like a suburban vibe to it. Sorority girls wearing scarves everywhere. Rejoice. Infinity scarves for life. Exactly. Ombre hair. Infinity scarf. Uh, horse boots, leggings, and a flannel. Yep. There we go. It's a look. It's and then a you look. got the pumpkin spice latte. No, but you know what this almost kind of reminds me of? Is that it feels like Starbucks almost creates their own holiday around yeah. pumpkin spice lattes. Almost the same way when we talked about uh, Amazon Prime Day, right? Like Amazon Prime Day is not a holiday. It's not based on anything except for right. the fact that Amazon's like, hey, here's this day. And now Buy it's a gigantic stuff. day of... <laughs> online commerce yeah. just based around Amazon that I think a bunch of people probably go on and see great deals and buy something and you know become prime members for Amazon Prime Day right. and then use Amazon the rest of the year in the right. same way that you're talking about. And so I think there is something to that anticipation, that build to something that people enjoy, whether it be buying things online or a pumpkin right. spice latte in the morning. I, I think those things uh, kind of create that anticipation and build that customer loyalty base almost. And that, that to me, 
uh, is an impressive thing that uh, Starbucks has done. And just to drive home that point, MPD's uh, checkout data found that LTO buyers, people that are buying these limited time offer products, are driving other sales as well, making three times as many non-pumpkin spice latte purchases as they do pumpkin spice lattes. That literally drives home the point. Yes. That's it. I mean, that just goes to show that these limited time offers are huge. They create that buy-in. It's it's huge. Huge. They create that buy-in. People want to buy. Yeah, period. People want to buy. People love being consumers. And if they can feel like there is a deeper connection to whatever it is they're buying, whether that is, I I imprint myself onto this brand. (laughs) I associate with the vibe of this brand, you know, the flavor of whatever this, I associate with an entire period of my life. If a brand can have that kind of an impact on someone where they associate three months out of the entire year with your product, Mm -hmm. you did something correct. Exactly. And now you are becoming ingrained in not just people's minds, but in in culture. And that's when you start building your momentum Mm -hmm. and maintaining that longevity as a brand. So, I just think this is another encouragement for people to try LTOs, yeah. to try creative ways to get people to to buy their products, to become ambassadors for their business, because as the data literally shows, they will continue to buy your product if you entice them in a cool, creative way. You do wonder if at some point there's a diminishing return to offering it earlier and earlier every year. Like if they started offering it in yes. July, do they see a diminishing return? I think probably at some y- point. Yes, they do. yes. And that's why I think like, Everyone makes the joke, oh, Black Friday is now Black Thursday and soon it's going to be Black Monday and now the whole month of November is going to be Black Friday. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you can joke around with that, but I actually don't think it will ever reach that point where it's like, well, we're going to start Black Friday in July. Right. Like, no, it's not going to go that far back because part of what makes it such a explosive event is that it is limited time only. Is that it is, you know, even if you get there earlier, like we're going to open up stores uh, Wednesday this time. That still is like, okay, well, it's still a two-day event. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you can joke about it, but you're right. If you push out of that window too far, you're going to see diminishing returns. Exactly. Well, it's coming back soon. You ready? I'm ready. I'm, I'm hungry for PSL. Hungry for PSL. Yum, yum, yum. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com. Hold up. 